Did your heart just beat? Okay, then praise God. Join us in prayer and fellowship in the name of Jesus. We would love to pray with you and for you in faith. God is an amazing God. His word lasts forever, and I believe you will be blessed as we all fellowship in the name of Jesus Christ. Welcome, everybody. Um, hope everybody's having a good Sunday evening. Um, I got a word for us. Um, I was uh, actually I was fellowshipping with my cousin a little earlier. I was trying to figure out the word, which way to go, and everything. But the Lord pointed me this way after talking to him. Um, so, cuz, I, I appreciate it. Um, I, I call this why we don't give up. Why we don't give up. And, and I know we just got done with the Super Bowl uh, last week and uh, the Winter Olympics and everything. We just wrapped all that up. I want us to think about uh, perseverance, persistence, and the prize. Hmm. You know, and thinking about the Winter Olympics, we keep track of, like, you know, the medal count. Because that significant signifies which country is the best in the Olympics and everything. So we all we yeah, the U.S. got this amount of gold medals, silver medals, bronze medals, whatever the case may be. Um, but neither here nor there. Um, I was thinking about perseverance, persistence, and then the prize. So switching gears, I wanted to uh, I want us to think about the Christian life. And how it is never promised as an easy way to live. But instead, Paul constantly reminded us that we must have a purpose and a plan. Because times will be difficult, obviously. Because Satan will be attacking us. Um, but if we keep God's word, God will keep us wrapped up in him. Basically, saying, basically I'm saying we must be committed to, to him and his will. And he will keep us protected, blessed, and everything else. But the scripture, I got a couple of scriptures, and I want to talk about these. Um, I'm going to start out in Gal Galatians uh, chapter 6, verse 7 through 10. Um, I'm actually going to read from my uh, my study Bible today, uh, NIV. Um, chapter Galatians chapter 6, verses 7 through 10. And it says, well, before we go into that, let's go into prayer. Most our Heavenly Father God, we thank you, Lord, um, for everything that you've done for us. We thank you for bringing us to this moment. Lord, I thank you for the word that you gave me, Lord, that to, to give to everybody, O oh God. Lord, move through me. Let me not be lifted up, Lord, but you, O oh God. Lord, I don't want any glory. I just want you to have all the glory, Lord. So I thank you right now, Lord, and I pray that somebody receives this word well. Lord, and I just thank you for everything, and Lord, we just ask that you just continue to bless us, protect us, and guide us. And we say these things in your Son, Jesus Christ's name we pray. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So Galatians chapter 6, verses 7 through 10, and it says, Do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. Whoever sows to please their flesh, from the flesh will reap destruction. Whoever sows to please the Spirit from the Spirit will reap eternal life. Let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we don't give up. Verse 10, therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all people, 
especially those who belong to the family of believers. Right there. Right there. So let's look at the purpose of that scripture. The purpose of that scripture, verse 7 through 10, is, is to not become weary in doing good. You, you see what I'm saying? We must, we can't get tired of doing the will of God, what God has blessed us, what God has given us the opportunity to do. We can't get tired of that. We can't, we can't go on and on and, and, and say, yep, I'm a believer, but I don't feel like it. I don't feel like doing this. I don't feel like doing that. Um, I'm tired of this. And we all have felt that way. I mean, I, I felt that way. I know everybody else has felt that way. Um, but the thing is that we can't let our mind control what we committed to God. We committed to God in everything. We will do your will. We will do your purpose. So even when we're tired, even when we're going through it, even when we don't feel like it, we got to muster up something to the spiritual life. We must give the word. Like it says right here, if we reap, if we, whoever sows to please the spirit from the spirit will reap eternal life. So it's not about us. It's, it's about pleasing the spirit. It's about pleasing God. It's about doing his work, doing what the mission has called us to do. And so one thing like I, I think about is like when we when we are going through a trial or a test or or something, when we're going through something and it don't seem like the way it's supposed to be going. When things are crumbling around us, God is saying, don't give up. I mean, we see all the scriptures where he's encouraging us. To, he gave his word to encourage us. We see all the, the, the scriptures where, you know, Paul, Philippians, I can do all things through Christ. Um all kinds of scriptures where we can just keep roots, keep our roots, you know, deep in, in God, even though when we don't feel like it, when we when we when we're going through it, when we are, you know, just feeling like we're just in the muck and in the mud, God is saying, Look, turn to this, and I will continue to show you the grace and mercy and keep giving you and charge you and keep Keep lifting you up and keep patting you on the back, picking you up, shaking you off, and have you keep going. That's that's what God is saying. God, we are we are of Him. We are His people, and so if we choose to live for God, God ain't gonna say, "All right, well today I'm taking a day off." God, God ain't never gonna take a day off. That's that's the thing. We can't give up because stuff is falling apart or crumbling or. I'm this way and and kids is this way and my wife she this way and everything. I, I we can't. We, we can't, as believers, we cannot. There you go right there, serving others. Serving others is the goal. That's the purpose. That is to 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 share the gospel, to be a, a believer is a servant. That means we got to serve. We have, That's a servant of Jesus Christ, meaning we're serving the word of God to people. We're serving salvation. We're serving all of these things because we're trying to give them hope. And through hope, through the, the, through the word, through the spirit, that's where, you know, that's how we build up this kingdom. That's how we build up this family. So we have to continue to do good to everybody. Even the people that curse us, we still can't, we can't give them a piece of our mind. We can't jump crazy or anything like that. We must do what, what James said. We must pray for one another. We got to pray for the good and the bad. We got to pray for our enemies. We got to pray for everybody. And we got to continue to do good. If our, if our enemy is is out and about and we see them in distress as a believer we're still supposed to help them because even if even if they don't like us they don't like say another uh religion 
doesn't like believers at all, but we see them going through something or struggling or whatever the case may be. As a believer in Christ, in the faith, we are supposed to help that person. We're supposed to do good to everyone. It ain't just, it, we can't discriminate because we have, that's, that's our mission. And, and they'll see like, okay, wow. They, they might have a whole new perspective of something that, you know, they might have a whole new perspective of us because of, you know, we didn't perceive to be, we, we, we didn't show ourselves to be what they perceived us to be. Wow, this person is really patient and calm and, and genuine lovingly and genuine wanting to help. Let me change my perspective about this person or this religion. Let me let me see what this Christian faith is about that they're talking about because he had every right to to just uh, spaz out on me, but he chose to to show compassion and love to me. He did good to me, and not you know gave me what I had coming. But he 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 wiped that all and he did good to me. That mean that can change somebody's whole. That can change generations if that changes one person. That one person can can go into you know, just getting to tied into the spirit and, and that changes their whole family. And from that, you just save people. So it, it is rejoicing. And it's just like, man, we, we just like, uh, I mean, we just got to continue to do good no matter what it is, no matter who it is, what it is, or whatever the case may be that's coming against us. We got to continue to do good. So if we, if we look at what is the plan for this, what is the plan for Galatians 6 through 10? Sowing to please the spirit. I mean, that's really what it is. It says it right there. If we live by our flesh, then we gon' we gonna reap what flesh reaps. I mean, we might get a little pleasure for the very for that very second for that moment, but we're gonna be in destruction. We're gonna reap destruction, just as the scripture says. But if we reap, if we sow for the spirit, then we're going to reap for that spirit. The spirit will give us eternal life. That is the plan. That is the whole purpose. Of that, like I said, so so what is the plan for that? Sowing to please the Spirit. Galatians 6, 7 through 10. And so, if, if going piggybacking off of that, if, if we go through and, and we see, if we go through and see, you know, like I said, this is, I, I got these three items. Perseverance, persistence, and prize. So, if we're persevering through a hard time, if we're going through it, if we are really going through a hard time and we are persistent in the word of God, the prize will be salvation. We know that. We, we, we absolutely 100% know that. You 100% you, you right and right there. Because if, because if in Christ, because if in Christ, we should have, we should ways like, ways like him. It's critical. You're right. Absolutely. 100%. It's critical for us to mimic Christ because he came down here from on his right next to God, to the right hand of the Father. He came down and said, look, I'm about to show y'all what to do. I'm, I'm about to show y'all how it's going to be. This is what's going to happen. This is the way. We got it right here. We got the instruction manual. We got, we got everything. We got how to do it. We got the pieces. We got all the Legos. We got everything. We can build this. But he's saying, listen, I'm going to show you how to do this so that you can mimic and follow me. And so when we mimic and follow him, we can overcome the things just as he did. He came and sowed the seed for the spirit. He gave us the holy. He had to die for us to have the Holy Spirit so that we can sow into other people. 
and and they can receive the Holy Spirit just like how we receive. So so another another scripture I got. I'm gonna jump to uh, Ephesians chapter six. We all know this one. We know Ephesians uh, chapter six. Uh, armor of God. And we're going to go through, I'm just going to read, you know, I'm going to read through uh, from 10 through 17. I was going to read just verse, verse 10, but I'm going to read 10 through 17. Ephesians chapter 6, 10 through 17, it says, the armor of God. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggles is not against flesh and blood, but against rulers, against the authorities, and against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Verse 13. Therefore, put on the full armor of God, so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground, and after you have done everything to stand, stand firm, then with the belt of truth, then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place, and your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. Mm. Verse 16. In addition to all of this, take up the shield of faith, which is which with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Verse 17. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit which is the word of God. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep going. Verse 18. And pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayer requests with this in mind. Be alert and always keep on praying for the Lord's people. Mm, I just said that. That's in James chapter 5, I believe. Pray for everyone. But and here's verse 19. Pray also for me that when I, whenever I speak, Words may be given to given me, so I will fearlessly make known the mystery of the gospel, for which I am an ambassador in chains. Mm, Paul said, I'm an ambassador in chains. Pray that I may declare it fearlessly as I should. The armor of God, right there. Paul said, through all of this, he is chained up. He's locked up right now. He is locked. Paul is saying, I'm locked up. I'm an ambassador in chains. But I'm still going to give the word of God. I'm still going to give it. And so when we put on the full armor of God, how, how do we, you know, persevere to resist the enemy and his demons? I mean, I'm sorry. When we put on the full armor of God, that is how we persevere to resist the enemy and his demons. You see, like I said, once we, once we got our, our shield up, our shield and our breastplate and everything, once we, once we are rooted in the word of God. That's our shield. Because now we can we can take Satan for what he is. He is a, a liar. He's a thief. And he tries for he, he tries to kill, steal, and destroy. He tries for destruction. If we if we become if we fall into those things, then we will have eternal damnation. But once we have the word of God and we changed our minds, that's when Stuff started to shatter. That's when stuff started to change. That's when the attacks really started to happen. That's when, you know, when we when we put on the full armor of God, that's when we cause because now once we put on the full armor of God, now we're saying, Yep, I repent of everything that I've done. That's now I'm 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 in Christ. 
Repentance is the biggest slap in the face to sin, to the devil. Think about that. Repentance is the biggest slap in the face to the devil. And that's when he get mad. That's when he hates it. Because if we repent, that means we're, we don't want to be affiliated with what that was. And if we was living in sin and we repent of sin and live for Christ, we telling the devil, man, forget you. I'm in God. Now, I don't want to have nothing to do with you no more. Nothing at all. And, and so with that, we have to, we absolutely have to keep the armor of God on from the head, from our head to our feet. And then we got the shield and the sword. And so with that, that's our, that is right there. That's how we persevere through this because that's where we, you know, when we get attacked, uh, okay, all right. That's when we're going to start hearing these lies. That's when we're going to start hearing, you know, the accusations and the temptations are going to start to come. But when we, when we are persistent in God's word, when we study it and when we seek it and when we, when we look for him and when we cry out to him and call on him for strength, when we do all of these things, that's how we are. That's how we will persevere through this. And so with that, we have to. We have to pray on all occasions. We, we got to. We absolutely have to pray on all occasions to be able to discern in the spirit and take the stand against the devil and his schemes because they're going to come. Like I said, when, once we repent it, that's it. Once we repent it, it's like, all right, game on, Satan, what you going to do? And so that's why we got to be ready. We can't just say, yep, I believe in Jesus. I'm a Christian now. Now I want to uh, live my life differently. Satan said, okay, you can live your life differently, but you about to get tormented. And then we, we see, we see believers going through stuff and they like, I don't even know why I'm going through it. Like I gave my life to God and things got worse because we got to discern in the spirit what's happening. We absolutely have to, we have to pray on all occasions to discern why we're going through this, why this trial, why, why is all of this stuff happening? Why is my family going through such hell? Why, why is it arguments and fights and, and we can't get along and, and everything else? Why, why my, my, my extended family, my brothers, sisters, and, and everything else, why we can't get along? Why we can't even have a conversation? What, what, what is going on? The devil, like, I'm trying to tear up all of that. I'm trying to bring you back to me for you to say, forget it. But once we got the spirit in us and the armor on us, I mean, we, we, we can't. I mean, there, there isn't anything. There isn't anything that we can do. There's anything that we can't do in God that will tear this stuff down. There isn't. There, everything has to bow to the, to, to the name of Jesus. The blood of Christ, when he died, he conquered hell, death, and the grave. Satan want us in torment. So he's going to send his, his demons out to torment us. That's what they do. And so when we have the armor on, when we have the armor of God on, when we got that belt on, that's the truth right there. When we have that belt, that means we, 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 we got our pants pulled up. We got the truth with us. The truth is the word of God. Jesus. Jesus is the truth. When we got that breastplate on, that's righteousness right there. When we, when we got that breastplate, okay, I'm righteous now. Yep. We, we think about, now think, I want you to think about this. Think about the Romans. When the Romans had they, they all their gear on, they had these big old breastplates and everything else, and they just standing out there, you know, they, you know they, they felt righteous, but they felt like they had some power. But we got that same stuff in the spirit, though. When we, when we got the word 
in our heart, when our when our heart is protected by the by the blood of Jesus, we we are righteous. And so when we got our footgear on, we ready. I mean, we we out there. Our footgear, man, them, them them boots better be dirty to the mud. There better be some mud kickers when we get back, because we ready to spread the good news. That's what that means. When we got our boots on, when we got our our footgear, that's that means we need to be out there on the move. We need to be on the move. Our feet ain't gonna get tired because we got we got the protector gear on. We got the the foot gear to spread the good news. And then we got the shield. The shield is the faith. We got faith. We already know what our faith is. We got that shield on. So we blocking everything. I have faith that my shield gonna work. I got this armor on. I have faith in God that my shield is gonna work. That's that's really what that is. My shield is gonna block so much stuff. That Satan throws at me because I'm rooted in his word. And then when we throw that helmet on, when we throw that helmet on, that's 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 salvation right there. Because our mind is renewed now. We have a renewed mind. Our mind is thinking about God and his glory. So when we got that helmet on, our head is protected. I mean, it, it, it really is. Our head is protected once we have that helmet on. And and that and that's what that is, is that's a renewed mind. When your head is protected, that's a renewed mind right there. You you know you good. Your head is good. You you got clear thought and everything. You you focus on the goal. And then when we got the sword, that's the word of God. There's that's that's piercing. That's that's a two-edged, what's a double-edged sword? Sharper than two-edged in double-edged sword? Come on, that's the word of God. Everything gonna fall. Everything gonna get sliced and diced when we stay in this word. When we stuck in the word of God, it, it, man, come on. We, we got everything. And, and so that's where we have to, like I said, we have to pray. Once we have all this armor on, we got to pray on all occasions that we're able to discern what's going on around us. Now that we got, we can't just walk around in armor and, 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 and just not know what's happening. No, we're ready for war. That's Ephesians right there. Ephesians 6, 10 through 18. No, I'm sorry, through, uh, through 20. That's, that tells you right there, we, we, we good. We is good because the word of God is our sword. We slicing up everything. Like you said, God is the spirit. Yes, he is. God is spirit. And so once, once we have all of that on, there ain't nothing we can't do. There ain't nothing we can't do when we got that spirit on. When we got when we draped up in that in that armor, it ain't nothing we can't do. And that's what that's the mindset we have to have is like I said, this is what I titled it. We why we don't give up. We can't give up because we have a renewed mind. We have perseverance, persistence, and then there's a prize at the end. So we can't give up. Why we don't give up? I mean, think about think about the the, the biggest boxing matches. And it's like they in the twelfth round, they tired. They they barely throwing punches. Barely throwing punches. But the one that don't give up, when he get that one good hit, the other one's so tired, they're just going to fall out. And that's how we got to be. We got to be in the battle. We got to be battle ready for Satan at all times. That's why we got to have our armor on. We got to stay battle ready. We got to be trained. We can't be out there laxy days, you know, out there fighting a war. No. Think about, think about those who served in the military that's followers of Christ. They know that training, boot camp, 
training, special ops, whatever y'all did out there, y'all, I salute y'all because, man, that's, that's some training. That's some training, for real. And God is saying, this here, it's even more training. We have to train. Now, this is a different type. Like, like I said, this is a different type of training. This is training the mind, spirit, to be one with Christ and to recognize stuff in the spirit, recognize the attacks in the unseen world. And so with that, like I said, like I can't say it enough. We got to pray on everything because we have to discern because that's how Satan moves. He moves in the unseen. And so he's going to throw stuff out there. He's going to do stuff. He's going to, he's going to, you know, pull, try to pull us back to old sins and to old things that we thought about that consumed our minds or, or old habits and old ways. But we got to discern that. We got to recognize that coming because... We already know once we, like I said, once we repented, we slapped Satan in the face and said, your turn, what you going to do? So that's why we got to stay armored up. And then I got another scripture, one more scripture. This this will be the last scripture. Uh, I'm going to turn to 1 Corinthians um, chapter 9, uh, 24 through 27. 1 Corinthians chapter 9. 24 through 27. Um, the need for self-discipline. The need for self-discipline. Come on. Right there. The need for self-discipline. Verse 24, it says, Do you not know that, a, that in a race all the runners run, but only one gets the prize? Run in such a way as to get the prize. Verse 25. Everyone who competes in the games goes into strict training. They do it to get a crown that will not last. But we do it to get a crown that will last forever. Oh, right there. Therefore, verse 26. Therefore, I do not run like someone running aimlessly. I do not fight like a boxer beating the air. Verse 27. No. I strike a blow to my body and make my slave make it my slave so that after I have preached to others I myself will not be disqualified for the prize. Ooh-wee. Ooh. What is the purpose of this scripture? What is this? The purpose of it is for urgency to not walk or stroll but run to self-discipline. To not walk or stroll, but to run to self-discipline. Run straight for the goal. That's what it said right there. Now, I'm, I'm a runner. And I used to run back in high school. And I remember, I ran cross country. You did all that running. And you ain't win, man. You, you felt like, dang, for real? I did all of this running? But God is saying, listen. You, and you, you got to go into strict, you have to go into strict training regimens. I mean, like, for real. Like, think, like I said, I'm talking about the Olympics. Think about the Olympics. The Olympics for four years. For four years, people are training, like, all day, every day. That's their job. Train, 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 train. They ain't just doing this stuff to do it aimlessly. They doing it to win. Likewise, we have to train. We have to train for the win. 
like I said, this ain't this this is urgency. This is urgency to not walk or take on, you know, have a have a little stroll. But this is to run. Run to declare the word of God. Run to to be out there to fight the fires that the enemy is throwing out there. We must run straight to the goal and stay on the straight and narrow path. Now, now thinking about that, I was thinking about while I was reading this. Stay on the straight and narrow path. Run. Runners run only to get the prize. I was thinking about Interstate I-80. Now, if you up north, if you up north, you know, Mason-Nixon line, if you up north, you will you can take I-80 from New Jersey all the way to the Bay, to the Bay Area. That's a dang near straight line all the way there. And if you live in the South, I was thinking about this as well. If you live in the South, you know, below the Mason-Dixon line, you can take I-40 from North Carolina to L.A. What I'm saying is that that's a direct line. It ain't it ain't no stroll. It ain't no scenic route. We ain't. That's a straight line. If you if if you get lost, your phone don't work, or you need a map, and you on I eighty, and you need to get to San Francisco, it'll take you straight there. No other lane changes, no other exits, and nothing. Same thing with I forty. What I'm saying is that's a straight line. That's direct connect. That's a straight line. And that's how we have to be. We have to run directly to God. We can't, we, we, we just can't, you know, take the scenic routes. We can't, we can't stroll and we can't, this is urgency. This is an urgency thing. This is self-discipline that we need. We can't be, you know, some days walking with Christ, other days walking with the home team that ain't believers. We, we just can't. We can't straddle the fence. What I'm saying is we have to gain the prize. Run in such a way to get the prize. But how do we do that? How do we stay straight? Obviously, we have to have self-discipline. We have to discipline ourselves. We have to discipline our mind, discipline our body to be used by God. That, that's how. That's how we do this. We have to, we have to look at the things in, in a way that take us what we can see out of this. We can't see one thing, one thing for sure. We can't see God, but we know He's there. We don't have to have faith to know its presence. We we just don't. Because there's people that don't believe in God, and they still try, they debating about God. They don't have faith in him, but they know it's a presence. I mean, I really think about that. We got people that don't believe in God debating about a God. Yep. But we know he's present. And so what I'm saying is we have to discipline ourselves. We have to maybe switch some stuff up. We got we to gotta take off, you know, the street clothes. We got to take that off. We got to take off how we was used to be living. And we got to put on the righteous robes. Because once we, like I said, once we, once we said, God, I'm, I'm going to live for you. That's where this path 
turn into this path straight. And that's what we have to do. We can't we can't straddle the fence. We can't go back and forth. We have to discipline our mind. How do we discipline our mind? By praying, finding other believers to to fellowship with, disciplining ourselves to as much as possible not sin, not fall into temptation, not letting you know the devil pull us back to our old ways or old schemes or or things like that. But that's where, like I said, all of this, the the the, the purpose of it is to get the prize, which is salvation, which is eternal life, which is being glorified, seeing the glorification of God. That's what this is to have an eternal life in heaven and in happiness and, and, and just bliss than eternal torment in hell. That's why we do this. And that's why we need to jump off the porch and, and, and try to touch as many people as we can because we don't want other people that God made in his image to perish. We have to spread the good news. And we see in this in, in, in today in the way the world is, we see that they ain't nobody checking for God. Ain't nobody checking for him. Ain't nobody checking for God. Because it, it's not a conscience. People don't have conscience anymore for stuff. I mean, we see it. We see it. We can turn on the news right now. Turn off the All-Star game and turn on the news right now. And you will see that somebody ain't had a conscience because somebody died. Somebody killed somebody. And God is saying, look, I, I created y'all. What, what is y'all doing? But those are the one, those are people that we got to touch as believers. That's the plan. That, that is the plan right there. We have to discipline our bodies and our minds for training, for training others, for training the next generation. We see from our parents to us, it looked the, the world looked totally different from us as and when we was kids to what our kids have now it's totally different and so we have to shift in that that means we have to bring up the next generation to keep keep it going because they can relate they're going to be able just like our parents can't relate to our kids we can kind of relate to our kids because we have we 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 closer in age you see what i'm saying how we can't relate to our grandparents, but our parents can relate to their to they parents. It's because the, the world is shifting. And so with that, we have, to have an, we have to have the next generation understand how important it is for God and his word to be able to, to discern that and give it out. I mean, think about when we was kids, it wasn't, you know, social media. But the kids nowadays are on it. They're on it more than anything else. So let's take that to... Glorify God, but we see it. it, it glor Satan glorifies Him in in that as well. But we can't quit. We have to keep pressing. We have to run. We have to. And and, and what comes to my mind, like I said, looking at verse twenty six and twenty seven again, Paul is saying, "I'm not shadow. I'm not shadow boxing." Basically, saying, "Listen, what he said right here, verse twenty six. Uh, Therefore, I do not run like someone else." Nor do I fight like a boxer beating at the air. So I, 
when you train and you shadow boxing, you 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 know you jumping around in the mirror. Paul saying, "Listen, I ain't doing that. We can't shadow box." But I'm I'm striking the body shots. I'm striking it to make him feel, to make Satan feel something. And then I'm hitting myself to make sure, hey, look, I got to keep myself. I got to keep myself, you know, in line and, and, and situated. I got to, because I can't just preach to other people. I got to keep myself in line and in check so that I won't get disqualified. Now, I can't do all of this stuff. Me and the wife can't do all of this stuff and, and, and give the word of God and then get disqualified when we get to heaven because it's like dang we did all of this and, and we can't even get in but that's what will happen to people and i pray that it don't happen with us so that's why we are urgently out here giving the word of god but if we're not diving into the scripture we're gonna see that it's like okay we we, we do see it we see comfortness we see comfortability we see uh just just being okay just being cool with being believers that god's saying listen it's more than that it's so much more than that don't get disqualified please let's not get disqualified y'all but the biggest thing is that we have to persevere with persistence to get the prize and, and it's gonna be some stuff that satan gonna do to to make it seem like we gotta we gotta climb the Eiffel Tower to get over. But if we're persistent, we will get over it. And once we get over it, we're gonna get that prize. Which is eternal life. So that's where we have to shift our focus to. We have to shift our focus to touching the world in the way God wants it to be touched. And that's giving the word of God. Tell people about his son, Jesus Christ, who died on the cross, who is our savior, who is the only person that claimed to have died and rose again. That claimed to be one with the father. That is our Messiah. That is our savior. No one else has. No one else can. That's what we have to preach. That's what, because we see, we see these other religions and they just, they're going up. They, every day it's more and more and more and more people that's blinded by worldly stuff. That's blinded by false doctrine. And they just, like I said, it, I say it all the time. They just want to itch an ear. They, they just gravitate to whatever sounds good. There's no substance to it besides Jesus Christ. He's the only one that came and died for the sins. Nobody else claimed to do that. So that's what we have to preach. We have to give the word of God. So I charge everybody. I charge everybody to, to look at themselves. If we need more self-discipline, let's have more self-discipline. I know I do. I need more self-discipline, so I'm looking at myself as well. I, I, I need... To continue to run on the straight and narrow path, the direct line of Christ, because I know myself. I know how I am, and I know I'm all over the place, and I know that if I'm not reliant on God and I rely on myself, I will be in hell. I, I know that for a fact. I know it, because I know, 
I know how my mind thinks and I know how I am. I need the Spirit. I need Jesus. I need God. Because I would be fried without him. I know it. it ain't, and, and it ain't nothing that we can do anyway outside of God. Our works ain't going to get us in. So we must know the Lord. We must know Christ. We must study the Word. Because it's urgency. We don't know when Jesus is going to come back. Jesus don't know when the Father is going to send him back. It can literally be any moment. But the only way we know that we can be prepared is we dive into the Word and we give the Word out and we save souls and we do the will and the work of God, not for our game, not for us, for, for God. So that's that's all I had, y'all. That, that was it. I, I pray that somebody... Uh, understands what I was talking about and get this word and uh, just I hope I encourage somebody through the spirit I hope the spirit just really touched somebody and I, I thank you guys for oh one more thing I thank you guys for the podcast our podcast has thank all oh, glory to God our podcast that we have it, it really hasn't been um, brought up a lot on a ministry, but our podcast has reached 40 different countries. That's all glory to God. 40 different countries. People are listening to the word of God through our podcast. So we also have a podcast. So if you listen to, if you go to Mike Ministries of Faith in any podcasting platform, you will find our podcast. And uh, it's a lot of other stuff outside of what, you know, what we post on the ministry, live stuff, and there's discussions and everything else. But Please, please study the word, dive into it for yourself, and spread the gospel. Spread the gospel. I thank you guys. Everybody have a good night, and uh, we'll see you guys in a couple of days. All right. God bless you.